Not ashamed of the gospel, because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why, it doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind, I designed this rhyme to explain in due time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away, it's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, our co-host. He is going to be joining us in just a second. And before we get him on, we're going to actually talk about what we're covering today. A number of stories we're going to be hitting. Uh, it's going to be a, a very interesting show indeed. A lot happening over the weekend that we're going to dive into. And uh, uh, we're going to start talking about a little bit about what happened with special counsel Jack Smith as his his uh, court case has been postponed off the court dockets yes that is something that took place and people are speculating that there are leaks coming out which seem to indicate there's much more to the story than first meets the eye and uh, if we have time we'll get into that as well as well as a bunch of other stories including the Senate border bill, which was just released over the weekend. And, of course, it's just another big uh, funding operation for Ukraine. We're going to talk about some other interesting stories as well. I hope you guys are ready. Uh, a little bit of esoteric knowledge in today's episode. So uh, it should be exciting and fun. Without further ado, though, let's uh, get our co-host, Nick Noan. Nick, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Craig. There you are. All right. So it's uh, it's good to have you on, brother. And we have a big show for him today, don't we, Nick? Yes, absolutely. And we're going to address a few issues that, of uh, the news that we heard. And uh, it's going to be a really good show. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So before we get further, though, thanks to everybody out there listening. If you're listening live on 1360 AM, we appreciate it, and uh, whether you're listening in Colorado, Wyoming, Nebraska, or anywhere in between, uh, we really, really appreciate you, and you can call or text with your thoughts and opinions, 877-536-1360 is the number. You can call or text that number, and then uh, leave us your thoughts, comments, questions, whatever you got for us, and if you're watching on the live stream, Rumble, YouTube, uh, make sure you leave a comment below, or let us know what you're thinking in the live chat. We really appreciate when you guys do that, and if you're, uh, you know, hanging out with us there, and you're not subscribed to either of the channels or wherever you're listening, please simply put, hit that subscribe or follow or whatever button. That helps us out big time. It lets the algorithms know that uh, you want more of this. And you can also hit the like button if you feel so inclined. So, uh, Nick, a lot happening over the weekend, my friend. And we are going to try to break down some of these bigger stories before uh, we get too far down the, the road here. I want to talk about this big border bill that just came out. Uh, it's crazy that they're trying to put this, push this through Congress. But, of course, as usual, we're being betrayed by those in Congress claiming to represent the, Ameri the interests of the American people, I should say. And uh, here is the story. Senate leaders on Sunday released the details of a long-awaited comprehensive border security bill, which also contains a substantial foreign aid component 
because you can't just pass, you know, uh, one item agendas in Washington, D.C. There always has to be something attached to it. There always has to be some pork uh, uh, barreling, and that's what we're seeing with this. Of course, they're saying, Nick, that they will gladly uh, provide funding to shut the border or to secure the border, I should say, not shut it down, even though that's what they should be doing. Uh, to secure the border, but in exchange, we're going to have to send oh, just another you know sixty billion dollars to Ukraine. So we get twenty billion for the U.S. border security, but they get sixty billion for their uh, escalating World War III in Europe. W what do you think of this bill so far? I've been looking at some of the details around it, Nick, and. It just seems like another complete betrayal of the American people. And there are even members of the House of Representatives out there already saying that it's essentially dead on arrival when it hits the uh, House because it's just another way to fleece the American taxpayer and send our money abroad so it can be laundered back to the uh, biggest political donors and K Street lobbyists uh, who are funding our U.S. Congress. Does that seem to be a good take on this bill, uh, bill Nick? Yeah, they're just so disconnected. I can't believe that they don't understand there are so many Americans onto their scheme. Everybody knows what they're doing, and they're still doing it in broad daylight, thinking that there's going to be no consequences, that nobody knows. It's another betrayal. They're just so disconnected. Well, I'll give us some more details to just give you an idea of how completely and utterly uh, disgustingly corrupt this bill is that they're trying to pass. First of all, it uh, allocates, like I said, billions of dollars more for funding of the Ukrainian conflict, which is just a, it's a response to Russian aggression, right? The, the Russians who so aggressively uh, expanded their border all the way up to the territorial uh, uh, you know, the sovereign territory of NATO countries. Oh, no, that, it's, it's the exact opposite. We were the ones expanding right up to their border with biolabs that we were threatening them with. Uh, but never mind that. That should not matter. Uh, what should matter is that Putin is the devil and he needs to be uh, taken out. Even though, you know, it's funny, I saw on social media, I guess Tucker Carlson is currently in Russia. So I'm expecting a Vladimir Putin interview uh, among maybe even an Edward Stone interview here coming up shortly. That'll be interesting to watch. Uh, the bill is $118 billion national security supplemental package. It's allocating, as I said, $60 billion to Ukraine. Uh, they also have $20 billion earmarked for uh, the border, which is interesting that they give three, more, three times more money to securing this territorial sovereignty of Ukraine as opposed to this territorial sovereignty of the United States. Interesting. Uh, it's also a part of the package. Also includes 14 billion dollars for you guessed it. Our good friends, our what is it? Our greatest ally in Israel, right? That's that's necessary. Another 14 billion dollars in security assistance for Israel, and billions more for humanitarian assistance in conflict zones like Gaza and the West Bank. Uh, this is just wildly misappropriating the funds, the American taxpayer dollars for these conflicts that they want to convince us are existential threats to our survival, yet time and again they just end up being ways for them to 
enrich themselves while fleecing the American taxpayer. Uh, let's see, $14 billion for our greatest ally, Israel. $2 billion for, so, to support US operate, the U.S. Central Command and address combat expenditures related to the conflict in the Red Sea. That's crazy. So they're going to get $14 billion to Israel and only spend $2 billion on you know, securing shipping lanes that we're supposed to be, uh, I guess, working with our allies to secure anyway. Uh, $10, $10 billion in humanitarian assistance to Gaza and the West Bank, Ukraine, and other populations. You know when they say humanitarian assistance... Uh, Nick, I, I just have that picture in my mind of the uh, Red Cross. Y you've seen that video of the Red Cross uh, where the, there's a guy with a video camera and he's walking into, a, a, I guess, a room somewhere and, and there's just stacked to the ceiling there are chests that, that have the Red Cross on them and he's opening them up and they're all just full of cash, uh, $100 bills stacked as high as you can see. Yeah, that, that seems like what we're going to be seeing happen there. Um, let's see. I'm just going through what this bill wants to do. $4.83 billion to support key partners in regions like the Indo-Pacific uh, to deter Chinese aggression. Because that's, that's definitely, you know, I mean, obviously that's a problem. But at this point, Nick, it just feels like the U.S. has to give these huge aid packages out in order to ensure people will use and spend dollars, right? I mean, I think the biggest, the currency wars are what we're fighting right now, right? Yeah, and that package for the Red Sea, that's a big mistake. Look, when we were protecting the Saudis over there and we got our Navy ships there and protecting the trade, um, you know, that was for the petrodollar. The U.S. petrodollar is dead. It's over. Yeah, I mean, BRICS keeps expanding. They're making gold back. I think they're going to have a gold-backed currency system, a reserve currency system coming soon. Uh, even the globalists at Davos are saying the dollar is dead. So it's no surprise that we are just, uh, you know, having a fire sale on greenbacks. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. Stay tuned. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. 
And before the break, Nick, we're, we're breaking down <clears throat> this massive spending bill that they are trying to push through Congress. They're telling us that uh, in order to secure our southern border, we need to spend three times as much money on Ukraine uh, than we would securing our own national sovereign borders. So, you know, the, the question, I mean, we talked about before the break, obviously, you, you get into the idea of <clears throat> the, the currency wars are afoot. We are in the midst of, like you said, the death of the U.S. dollar. And, you know, I'll leave it to, like, the other shows, like uh, our great show that comes on after us, Nick, uh, Patriot Radio News Hour with Joe Janquit and Jason Walker. They, they break down the, the kind of fi- the finite details of the economic uh, situation here and abroad, globally speaking. Uh, they do a great job of that. But just broadly speaking, when you look at this bill, which they've already said is going to essentially be dead on arrival in the, in the House of Representatives, rightfully so. They have these these allocations, which are wild. I mean, you're talking about billions of dollars, you know, for humanitarian assistance, which we know just ends up becoming uh, mostly is is money that ends up gets that's en- that ends up getting misused, waste, fraud, and abuse, and, and corruptly uh, laundered. But you have billions of dollars for Ukrainians who were displaced by Putin's war. Could you imagine? They want to spend two over two and a half billion dollars. Nick of this this bill has two and a half, uh, two and a half billion dollars over that earmarked for. Uh, you can't make this up. Supporting Ukrainians displaced by Putin's war. So, how many billions of dollars are we spending to support you know Americans who have been displaced by the border invasion? Right. All these all these landowners along the southern border who have lost their farms, who have lost their in some cases, their lives to this invasion. Nobody's talking about them, but we got to go protect, you know, the the poor Ukrainians who are being displaced by this conflict, which you could argue essentially was a, a direct result of, you know, the U.S. interference in Ukraine with the Maidan revolution, the, co- the coup they ran over there, the color revolution. Uh, $20 billion to address existing operational needs and expand our capabilities at our border. Oh, how about that? We get $20 billion and the rest of the world gets, let's see, 60, 70, about $80 billion. So, yeah, that makes sense, right, Nick? Absolutely not. I'm so sick of seeing this, especially because before the Federal Reserve ever existed, if they wanted to go to war, if they wanted to send money overseas, they got to sell war bonds. They got to sell bonds. They can't just go right to the Treasury like they are. Well, I have this clip here from Senator Dick Durbin. And, you know, the, the Democrats lately have had this problem with saying the quiet part out loud. But I don't even think it's a problem, Nick. I think that they've just gotten to a point where they, they, they understand that, that not only are they untouchable with regard to their political agenda, but they don't need to, to even sugarcoat it or lie because – most Americans just aren't even paying attention. Therefore, they can go out. And, and, and I've talked about this before here on the show. It's the concept. It's a satanic principle of karmic retribution. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Nick. But Oh, yeah. Right. So essentially the, the theory goes that if they tell you what they're doing and you still go along with it and do nothing to stop it, then that basically relieves them of any responsibility or karmic retribution for their actions. So in their mind, when they tell us 
you know, here's Agenda 2030. We're, we're going to, you know, depopulate the planet. And you don't do anything to stop it. You are enjoining yourself with them. Or, in, you know, they run Event 201 and have, you know, uh, table exercises at the World Health Organization where they simulate a pandemic and tell you essentially exactly what they're going to do. And if you don't do anything to stop it, then karmically there is no retribution for them. Uh, I want to play this clip, though. This is like, as uh, somebody on social media put it, this is late-stage Roman Empire stuff with the way that they talk about uh, our country being invaded and what they're going to be doing. Let's listen to this clip. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them a chance? I think we should. Uh, Nick, so this is a bill they introduced to get illegal immigrants serving. This was Dick Durbin essentially trying to get this bill in to fill our military ranks with illegals. Essentially, as Laura Logan puts it, I think she puts it very clearly and succinctly around this. She says, is this how they get around the fact that American citizens will not sign up to fight an illegitimate uh, to fight for an illegitimate government? Their answer is that illegal immigrants will how many divisions of military-age men have entered this country illegally under Joe Biden, and now you want to put them all in uniform? Uh, Nick, as a distinguished military veteran, uh, how does that make you feel when you hear them say this stuff? It's pretty scary to think about because it reminds me of the French Foreign Legion. They have people from all over the world come and join their military and they have to learn French, but uh, mainly it's people who are uh, very bad criminals in other countries, oftentimes committing murder, trying to flee to, get, to escape the uh, justice for what they've done. Same deal with these guys. I've talked about it before, yeah. It's very reminiscent of uh, what we're seeing on our southern border is, is reminiscent of what we saw in Cuba in the 80s with the Muriel Boatlift, you know, it's just Fidel Castro emptying the uh, mental wards and the, the prisons and putting them on boats and shipping them over to America. Now, our brothers and sisters down in South Florida, uh, Cuban brothers and sisters across the country, I'm not saying all of them are, are, you know, descendants of those who were criminals and psychopaths, but I will say that it was a part of, a documented part of that historical uh, event and this is a strategy they've used time and again and then like you said if you look at the French Legion what they've done and what they will do uh, this is not anything new however it, it is fascinating how we get there just from talking about this bill allocating all of this money for a bigger conflict and and I think it's important to touch on what we talked about earlier with regard to uh, the death of the the dollar, right? The petrodollar world reserve backed, you know, the world reserve currency status of the petrodollar is fading as the emergence of BRICS continues and it garners more strength and support. Many more countries signing up to participate in this alternate banking world reserve banking system 
Uh, we're already seeing countries stockpile gold like never before. And there's going to be real-world implications, not that there aren't already, but there's going to be more very serious real-world implications from all of this as we continue down this trajectory, Nick. What, what do you see coming from all of this uh, with regard to the death of the dollar and the, you know, as, this, as our nation continues to, to spiral, we see them, you know, as I said before, putting a fire sale out with these dollars and just putting as many out into circulation as they can to make up for the fact that countries aren't buying our treasuries and, you know, the economics aren't going to work out with this fiat currency, right, Nick? That's right. So for imports, we're going to end up being in a deficit, well, in terms of the value of the things coming in. We're going to have to spend more money to get the goods that we're used to. And where is that going to lead to? That's going to lead to a downward spiral, and uh, the standard of living is going to dip. A lot of people are not going to have uh, the resources that they thought they used to have. And uh, I think ultimately, uh, if we don't have President Trump come back in soon, we're going to be in a tight spot, a death spiral. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the the trajectory we're on. And, you know, it's funny because we're giving all this money to NATO. And, And wasn't it Trump, if I'm not mistaken, who came out not too long ago and made it, you know, entirely clear that NATO is basically robbing us blind, and we are the ones footing the bill. And even recently, Trump came out and gave a speech where he talked about NATO and what would happen in a, in a scenario where the United States really needed their support. And it's just not there. Here he is. Let me, let me play this. This is Trump talking about NATO. And, you know, Ukraine's an interesting case. People always want to know my feeling. Number one, we're in for $200 billion plus. And the European nations are in for 20 billion. And it's more important for them. And don't you think they should equalize? Nobody asks them. It's like I did with NATO. I said, we're spending, we're, we're paying for NATO. And we don't get so much out of it. And you know, I hate to tell you this about NATO. If we ever needed their help, let's say we were attacked, I don't believe they'd be there. I don't believe. I know the people. I know them. I can tell you country by country who would be there and who, but I don't believe they'd be there. But I took care of NATO. I said, you got to pay your bills. If you don't pay your bills, we're not going to be there to support you. And the following day, the money came rolling into NATO. But the European nations, if you add them up, the economy is about the same size as the U.S., believe it or not. A lot of people are surprised. You add them all up. And uh, they are in for about $20 billion, and we're in for $200 billion because we're stupid. All we have to do is say pay. Nobody ever says to them pay. You don't even hear that. I say pay. And they'll pay, too. You have to equalize. What do you think? Trump talking about NATO not being there in the event that we are attacked, is that surprising to you? Because to me, when I hear Trump say that, it just seems as though... Uh, he's indicating that not only are we uh, basically being robbed blind by NATO with the way that this, uh, you know, situation is organized, but beyond that, that we're really getting nothing in return. What, what are your thoughts? He's 100% correct. So NATO really was put at the end of the Cold War to make sure that the Russians didn't advance. Is before that, actually, but 
NATO is no longer relevant. The missiles that they have that they would defend against, you know, normally it's for ICBMs, that sort of stuff. They provide this uh, cover for them. Those are irrelevant now. These missiles go faster than it shows up on radar. It's impossible to defend against. So that whole idea and notion is uh, insane. And then not to mention, for the military recruitment, here's a novel idea. Say that we're going to go after all the treasonous people. Would you like to join the ranks to help us? That would get the most recruits. <laughs> yeah, but then that, that would be kind of a, a self-defeating uh, situation, wouldn't it, right? If we if we started recruiting, like, uh, you know what would be great is uh, the next Army recruit video has a, a picture of, like, Epstein Island, and it's like, come serve your nation and take out uh, child sex trafficking pedophile Mossad agents. It's like, that might get a few people indoors. Um, you know, I don't know. It's It's all... It's all crazy, you know, the amount of money we're spending. I, I think it is related to the death of the dollar. I do think that, you know, the world reserve currency status for the dollar is, is what is being defended, you know, at all costs. And it's just a matter of time before that subsides, given historically we know uh, there are no currencies that have lasted for very long as that reserve currency you know you look at the sterling pound with the british when they were the biggest empire in the world and uh you know they've declined and and that's what happens you know nations rise and fall and uh it may be that we are on the latter part of our trajectory in a in a downward uh, path but that's neither here nor there we have other stories we want to get to today if uh if you want you can feel free to call your uh senator or write them a nice message about you know how betray how much of a betrayal this bill is because we don't want people uh supporting this kind of waste fraud and abuse which never ends in washington dc of course so we're kind of used to Craig, it at this point i think you're sugarcoating it it's treason this is treason what they are doing is treason what mayorkas is doing is treason these people need to be uh brought in front of a uh, tribunal and have a fair trial and then we'll see what happens. I you mean, know, look, with, I with NATO agree. and UN, we keep paying for all that stuff. We're the biggest contributor to the UN. The same for NATO. Just cut them off. We don't need them. I think, I think you're right, Nick. I think you're right. I think we need to be, uh, you know, very clear about what this is. And I think you put it very succinctly. Uh, unfortunately, at this point. Our actionable recourse is, is limited because these people are the ones running our government. It's like it's like asking the FBI to arrest itself. You know, it's like asking the DOJ to prosecute itself. It's just it's a it's a tall order. So we'll see what happens. Everybody, you know, you're listening to Just Inform Talk Radio. I want you to do me a favor. If you're if you're watching this on the live stream, like, share, subscribe. And uh, if you're listening live here in the Front Range, call or text 877-536-1360. We'll be back after the break.
This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement would look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, joined by Nick No. We are uh, discussing what this bill looks like. $60 billion to Ukraine and $20 billion for the U.S. border to be secured. Yet they're touting it as the border bill, which they should just call it what it is, the uh, let's launder more money through Ukraine bill and uh, continue to prop up the dying fiat fiat currency that is the greenback dollar. Um, you know, I really do, Nick, think that there is a lot more we could talk about with regards to that, but I want to get to a bunch of other stories here today. One interesting story to me, Nick, that I saw was, do you remember that I, I had brought up here on the show not too long ago that there was a, a very big strategic uh, drill that took place in uh, in and around Australia dealing with the Asian Pacific theater uh, the, uh, the the I'm trying to think of what I had it written down here but the, the drill itself was or the exercises were called the talisman saber exercises which ran from July 22nd to August 4th of last year these were some of the largest ever uh, uh, you know uh, 
military exercises that were ran down in the Asian Pacific theater. Uh, what is now being reported, interestingly enough, Nick, as a result of that, is that the U.S. has established, through that exercise, a new stockpile in Australia to prepare for war over Taiwan. Um, interestingly enough, what has been reported is that they created the U.S. actually, after that exercise was over, decided to leave a large, uh, a large portion of the equipment used in that exercise there in Australia. So the, the exercise was simply, it appears not only it was a show of force against Chinese expansion and aggression, but it is and was a way for us to transfer a large amount of uh, you know, military equipment into that realm, that, that theater of battle where you have 330 vehicles, 130 containers with uh, a, a large amount of weaponry being left down there. Do you think that uh, – how close do you think we are, Nick? And, and this is what I say all this to bring about. How close do you think we are, Nick? To, and, and I know we're already in World War III, right? World War III is just slowly escalating. We, it's already began. It, it, you could almost argue that it, World War III began in 2001 with 9-11 and all the ramifications for what happened from there. Um, you know, because there's been a series of events from 9-11 to Benghazi to you named the, the, the thing, the Maidan Revolution in Ukraine, um, all of these different skirmishes and battles that have been, uh, you know, continuing to grow, the establishment of ISIS, the Syrian conflict, uh, what's now happening in Israel. I think for people to think we're not in World War III already, it's, it's a little bit of a naive thing. But I guess my question is how long before we are seeing a full-on global war? We know China, you know, they are uh, – they're very patient, right? They, they The one thing they're good at is being strategically uh, – uh, calculated and in, in when they move and when they take action how many fronts do you think we'll be able to fight this war on nick and and where do you think it's heading you know seeing this kind of preparation down in australia well you know it's clear that they're trying to um you know leave them supplies that they might need supplies that uh, may not really do much of anything quite frankly i i think that china has um already penetrated into their whole entire country into their um you know mainly into their politicians in australia yeah it might be uh it's like when we uh you know exited afghanistan or exit iraq and we leave all the weapons there next thing you know isis has them uh china might just already have them there interestingly enough though as i watch this story as i read more about this story and, and how it's continuing to develop uh, your point is very valid, and I would also, you know, point out one of the things that uh, we have to contend with with China, at least, is their massive capability with manufacturing. If we do go to war, Nick, uh, it seems as though the strategic advantage will most certainly lie with China in their not only their dominance over our, uh, you know, strategic reserves of everything from precious uh, metal or you know very you know limited resource materials like medicine and precious metals to basically how they manufacture pretty much everything we use here in america that give us the quality and standard of life that we have come accustomed to uh, we don't have the capabilities to to compete with them on that level so 
if we do end see i think if we do end up going to war with china that's when you know it's game over right because that's when the, the proverbial stuff will have hit and hit the fan am i am i wrong on that nick we yeah, might be able to survive China's, a war with Russia, but I just don't I don't see us surviving one with China because of our interdependence and the fact that they I mean, although their economy is intrinsically linked to our our economy and 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 everything, they have the strategic advantage, right? Yeah, right now they're they're definitely in a strategic advantage if they need to ramp up for war, they can do it. One thing that they'd be um really focused on is getting enough food for their people to feed their military and stuff like that which could be disrupted pretty easy but when you look at whether or not they take Taiwan and I think eventually they will get to have Taiwan um, you know I believe that the Taiwanese there are going to probably destroy all of their factories and all of the documentation for how they do their stuff they, they have a very sophisticated way to make microchips that no one really knows how to do and my uh, gut instinct is telling me that we've already gotten those people out um, and their technology uh, which is why the politicians had um, you know did some insider trading that had to do with the Taiwanese uh, Nancy Pelosi in particular um, you know because that that corporation that she was investing in um, is probably gonna gonna head out of there you know our our capabilities for manufacturing this stuff is kind of far behind i know that in the background there's stuff going on for at least microchips and things that we'll need like that um, even there's, i'm sure there's even been talks about making our manufacturing for for car parts and things like that all in-house too making sure we can get it all back but uh, without the proper attention and nurturing to get that done it's going to take longer than the time frame we need so when president trump goes back in that should be a huge focus for him I think it will be, and I think it already has been a focus since uh, his previous administration, uh, of course, before 2020, you know, where you look at uh, TSMC, right, the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, I think is the, the full name of it, but TSMC is the major chip production uh, company that is based out of Taiwan. Yeah, we, we already have seen them building facilities for uh, manufacturing in of all places down in Arizona was one of them. But uh, I've heard, heard crazy stories about that in that the, uh, the the difference in work ethic between Americans and the Taiwanese is wild. And that the, the bosses who are in charge of uh, basically staffing and running the construction and development of this chip-making plant have been having some problems let's just say with american work ethic given that they're used to working i don't know what it, it's something wild nick like the, the taiwanese uh, that that are running that are used to working you know six hour days or no six day weeks and working you know 10 plus hours a day and and americans don't seem to to want to do that so they're having some problems with management there they're having some problems with staffing they're having some problem people keeping people on that was leading to delays. That was the last time I checked on that story. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, they're establishing stockpiles in Australia. If we do end up at war with China, uh, let's just say I hope everybody's got their prepper, uh, uh, you know, preparations in order with regard to food, water, uh, and anything you need to survive a while without 
everything we've come so accustomed to. So when we come back, though, we have more stories. There's some interesting stuff I want to get into here, Nick, and we'll, we'll get to anything you have as well. I hope everybody stays tuned. We have much more here on this Just Inform Talk radio show. We'll be back. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM Just form talk radio with your hosts Craig James and Nick No. Uh, Nick, you know we, we've talked a lot about some bigger stories. I wanted to get into like the broader geopolitical implications behind what's happening at our border, what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening now in uh, the, the Asian Pacific theater, and I think we did a good job at, at just touching on those subjects. Now with that. Uh, I want to mention that uh, you guys can call or text if you're listening here live in the front range uh, or anywhere, really. Uh, you can call or text 877-536-1360. That number is where you can get direct access to the show and give us your thoughts, comments, questions. We had somebody text in from the 970 who said, it's as though they're deliberately doing everything the founders warned us about as they simultaneously dismantle the Bill of Rights. I wish they hadn't been able to be so successful, making so many Americans so ignorant and greedy, blind to their situation. And Nick, I, I don't know about you, but our audience is, is always hitting nails on the head, and, and that's definitely one of the nails right there, what, right? Sure, that reminds me of you know uh, abuse that a psychopath or a, a narcissist would do. They're, they're trying to basically... Uh, put it in our faces and say, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. What are you going to do? That's what they're trying to do to us, make us give up. The best thing we can do is not give up and make sure you share all the information you know with everybody you know and work hard because we're all in this together and it's going to take all of us to fight the deep state, not just President Trump. Yeah, that's a good point. I think the, the interesting thing is it is a, a tactic of demoralization, and I've talked about it before. It's exactly what you're saying. It's uh, the bully mentality where it's, you know, they're punching you in the face and just saying, what are you going to do about it? And uh, that reaction, that we, how we react is really what makes the difference. And as you said, do not, do not lose hope and make sure, as Jesus told us, 
to take courage, right, in this fallen world. We have to take courage and, and go out into this world and stand for the truth and what is right and make sure we shine light on in the darkness and show others what's happening. So that's why if you're not following uh, this show or, or other shows like it, uh, you know, you got to get out there, and, and it's an information war, right, Nick? Like We have to win the information war. We have to win the war of hearts and minds first before we can get into the other uh, facets of this, this new modern battle between good and evil, right? Yes, this is a war for your minds. And they're, your and hearts they're, and minds. They're, they're going after you. So, Nick, uh, I know... I have a I have a few other stories I wanted to get into here today, but, but what do you have for the audience today? Do you have anything that uh, we want to dive into as far as uh, what you saw over the weekend? Any thoughts, comments, you know, whatever? I would check on that tweet I sent over to you. I've got Mayorkas on there. I think Josh yeah, Hadley is... I got, I got is... everything you sent me, so if, just tell me what you want to do. Can you play that clip with Josh Hadley and Mayorkas? Yeah, let's go ahead and listen to this. This is, uh, as you said, uh, Josh Halley and Mayorkas. Let me uh, let me pull this up here really quick. I'm going to have to go pull up the clip. But th this is, I, I think I saw this too, and, and it is, and we talked about it beforehand. So it is a telling exchange. Let's go ahead and play it. Despicable. And I think the fact that you are not willing to provide answers to this committee is absolutely atrocious. Mr. Chairman, may I? Like, if you'd like to have a, a minute to respond, you will. Oh, I, I would, and I'm not sure I'll limit it to 60 seconds. That's fine. Number one, uh, what I found despicable is the implication uh, that uh, this language, tremendously odious, um, uh, actually could be emblematic of the sentiments of the 260,000 men and women of the Department of Homeland Security. Number one. Number two, uh, Senator Hawley takes an adversarial approach to me in this question, and perhaps he doesn't know my own background. Perhaps he does not know that I am the child of a Holocaust survivor. Perhaps he does not know that my mother lost almost all her family at the hands of the Nazis. And so I find his adversarial tone to be entirely misplaced. I find it to be disrespectful of me and my heritage, and I do not expect an apology, but I did want to say what I just articulated. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, can, can I just respond since he has referenced me personally? Senator Holly, we need to move on. Senator uh, Romney, you're... Uh... Well, Nick, wow. <laughs> did you know? What, what do you think of that, Nick? Yeah, it's crazy. This guy is committing treason. The penalty for treason is steep. And this guy's sitting there trying to play uh, identity politics. You know, my mother was in the Holocaust. That's terrible. That's terrible. Many Jewish people were killed. What does that have to do with the treason you're committing? Are you trying to say that it's a Jewish policy to allow these things to happen? What does it have anything to do with this? You know, what adversarial tone is somehow considered anti-Semitic is what he's implying. You know, so Jewish people can do whatever they want? No. We have laws. Like, it doesn't matter what religion you follow. If you're in the United States, your loyalty is to the United States citizens, and you answer to them. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. It doesn't matter what your religion is. I, it's disgusting what he said. 
I think there's the implication that Trump pointed out not uh, so long ago. He, he actually told us the truth about all this. Nick, I have a clip I'll share. Uh, this is Donald Trump telling us about our greatest ally. Listen to this. Well, you know, the biggest uh, change I've seen in Congress is Israel literally owned Congress. You understand that 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful. And today it's almost the opposite. Uh, you have between AOC and Omar and these people that hate Israel. They hate it with a passion. They're controlling Congress, and Israel is not a force in Congress anymore. It's, I mean, it's just amazing. I've never seen such a change. And we're not talking about over a very long period of time. But I think you know exactly what, I, what I'm saying. They had such power, Israel had such power, and rightfully, over Congress. And now it doesn't. It's mm -hmm. incredible, actually. What do you think of that, well, you Nick? know the biggest thing. What do you think of that, Nick? Israel literally owns Congress. Now, do you think that's Trump? And I, and I think that's an older clip of Trump. But let's be honest here. Like... The implication of what Trump's saying is so much bigger than, than most people will even attribute to that. Uh, it, it's wild that, you know, you have Mayorkas out there. I'm the, the, the you know, the, the son of a Holocaust survivor. And, you know, it's it, at what point do we sit back and say, is this the, you know, United States of America or is this the United States of Israel, right? I mean, and I don't mean this to, you know, those people, let's be honest here. Everybody will, like, take this all out of context. Oh, it's anti-Semitic. What are you talking about? You can't say anything. It's like, you tell us they're our greatest ally and we can't criticize them. What does that tell you about Israel? It tells you that they don't want us to, to basically pop the hood and look under, look at the engine, right, Nick? Yes, and it's that old saying, Look to who you can't criticize, and then you're going to see who rules over you. Oh, yeah, you know, I hate it, but I hate the fact that people are going to take it and say, oh, it's anti-Semitic. It's like, uh, I think we should preserve the right to be able to cri to be critical of any and every uh, one who's involved in this situation. We'll talk about that and much more when we come back. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. Holy fly paper. Join me, J.D. Plorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon right here on AM 1360. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258.
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, and we are uh, again getting into the, the topics that you're certainly not going to hear on the fake news, right, Nick? I don't think anybody's going to be saying some of the things that uh, we've gone into here on the show today, uh, especially with regard to our greatest ally, Israel, who, you know, all, all love and respect to, to our friends over there in Israel. Uh, this is not about, you know, personally attacking people based on their religious orientation. Uh, it's more about understanding the nature of the relationship between our two countries and how we've been uh, essentially infiltrated and exploited by, uh, you know, people who don't have the best interest of the American citizen at heart, which is what a country should function to do, right, Nick? I mean, we shouldn't be functioning to protect the territorial sovereignty of other nations uh, before we can even secure our own territorial sovereignty, right, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to say one more thing about Mayorkas. This is a message for him. Listen closely. I don't care what your heritage is. I don't care if you feel any sort of way about anything. I don't care how Homeland Security uh, workers feel. It doesn't matter how they feel. I don't respect you. I don't support anyone or you and what you're doing. You committed treason, and there's no amount of race baiting or victim card that you can play for being Jewish. You've committed treason, and you need to be impeached. Ooh, tough words. Uh, See, you hear that, Mayorkas? We know what you're doing. Um, You know, it's funny. I watch this stuff play out every day, and I think the only thing that reasonably makes sense at this point is the the wide-open border uh, has a lot to do with not only destabilizing our country, the Agenda 2030, globalist agenda, and all that stuff. Yeah, that's probably the primary motivation, but there may be some subtext to how this is sold behind scenes to to people who aren't fully um, on board with it to say, like, well, we need these guys to fill the ranks of the military for the next big war. You know, these guys are going to be the cannon fodder, as I've said before, that go to the front line. Unfortunately for our good friends from South America, I don't think they know what will happen once this proverbial stuff hits the fan with the with regard to World War Three as it takes off, uh, it'll be unfortunate for us though because we will be faced with some tough decisions. I'm sure coming up here in the future. Speaking of the border bill, though, Trump had something to contribute on this, and I want to share it. He came out and put out a statement saying, "Only a fool." Or a radical left Democrat would vote for this horrendous border bill, which only gives shutdown authority after 5,000 encounters a day when we already have the right to close the border now, which must be done. This bill is a great gift to the Democrats and a death wish for the Republican Party. It takes the horrible job the Democrats have done on immigration and the border, absolves them, and puts it all squarely on the shoulders of Republicans. Don't be stupid. We need a separate border and immigration bill. Uh, It should not be tied to foreign aid in any way, shape, or form. The Democrats broke immigration and the border, and they should fix it, make America great again. And I, I think that, that Trump hits hits the nail on the head there, right, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, that there there is some sort of subtle plan. You've got these foundations that have directives. They hand that down to the NGOs that they fund. We got like over two hundred NGOs giving money to illegal immigrants right now to come across the border to the United States. And on top of that, you got UN money going to these NGOs that are going there. So the UN is quite literally waging war against us. And this is in their documents. They have replacement migration as a topic going all the way back to 2020. 
It's called, uh, let me read this, the Population Division, Department of Economic and Social Affairs, the United Nations Secretariat. Look it up. You can find it yourself. Switch to English only and read through it. This was their plan all along. <laughs> it's almost like we've been sounding the alarm for a long time and nobody seems to be paying attention. But that's okay. Go back to your Taylor Swift psyop. Go watch the big superb owl uh, satanic ceremony coming up this upcoming weekend. Everybody will enjoy, right, Nick? We won't have to worry about things when uh, we're just inundated with, with everything else. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, in the game. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. McDonald's earnings are mixed. The fast food giant raised prices because of the higher cost of ingredients. McDonald's says it saw sales rise in all regions of the world, with the exception of the Middle East, which was affected by the war in the region. Jeep's parent company Stellantis is denying reports in Italy that it could be merging with Renault. The reports say the French government, which is Renault's largest shareholder and has a stake in Stellantis, has been studying a possible tie-up of the two car makers. Alanco Animal Health is selling its aqua business to Merck Animal Health. Aqua provides treatments for fish and other cold water species such as salmon vaccines. Alanco will receive $1.3 billion in cash for the business. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. The Fed's new FedNow system is all about surveillance and control. Secure your assets today with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I recommend diversifying your retirement into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. Do this right now. Text SHELTER to the number 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. 
Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back go to investyrefi.com that's invest the letter y r-e-f-y.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25 percent just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them joe sent you The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. It is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And Nick, I could take this a lot of directions, but we have a bunch of stories kind of breaking all around the border bill that we covered earlier here. I have a, a bunch of updates for the, the listeners out there just to give you an idea of what's going on here. First off, we have Nikki Haley going on CNN to not only bash Trump, no surprise there, but also announce her support for the border bill, which is fascinating to me. Uh, we also may, in fact, have our new, uh, the, the intelligence community's got five ways or seven ways from Sunday to uh, getting back at you with this clip I want to play between Mika Brzezinski and Chuck Schumer on MSNBC talking about how if you don't support this bill, you're going to regret it. They're already putting threats out there, and not only do they have the uh, neocon globalist uh, puppet like Nikki Haley out there pushing for support of this bill, but of course you have the usual suspects, the MSNBC brigade with Chuck Schumer coming out in support of it. Trump may have just killed that bill, metaphorically speaking, with regard to his uh, post that we read on the the other side of the break. But, Nick, I I mean, first off, let me play this clip of Senator Schumer and Mika Brzezinski, who is the daughter, I always mention this, Nick, the daughter of Zbigniew Brzezinski, who was a, a globalist architect of this dystopian nightmare, which we call modern reality. Uh, right. So let's let's listen to this clip real quick. 
and uh, people are already saying this this may be the next big one here let's listen you've said that you worked very closely with leader mcconnell on this this bill now that we see what's in it seems to be as bipartisan as it gets why wouldn't this why wouldn't both sides really want this to go through well it's a great question mika look it took a long time four months of arduous negotiations they fell off the tracks a whole bunch of times i had to be on the phone even at midnight saying we've got to keep going why we're at a turning point in america this bill is crucial and history will look back on it and say did america fail itself why is it crucial well if we don't aid uh, ukraine Putin will be walk all over Ukraine, we will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. And the border, everyone has said it's chaos. A speaker, you just saw Speaker Johnson, he said it's mm -hmm. chaos, we have to do something legislative a few months ago. But what has happened, in answer your, to que your question, so this is crucial for America, it's a turning point. History is gonna look over our shoulders and say, did we rise to the occasion? To his credit, Mitch McConnell did. But too many Republicans, yeah. including Speaker Johnson, are just scared to death of Donald Trump. Donald Trump has said he wants chaos. Donald Trump has said, well, wait till I become president. That'll take at least a year. Ukraine could be gone. The border will get much worse. War in the Middle East will get worse, maybe bring, bringing, bringing us into it. He's doing it all for political reasons. And let me just say, will senators, the crucial question, the $64,000 question, the majority of Republican senators know this bill is the right thing to do. It's a compromise. I don't like everything in it. Neither does McConnell. But it's a compromise. That's the only way you get things important done in the Senate. We proved that two years ago in our bipartisan legislation. And will the senators drown out the political noise from Trump and his minions and do mm -hmm. the right thing for America? It's a crucial question. History will, is looking down on every one of us right now. Well, Nick, uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I have some thoughts on this, but first I want to get your instant hot take on what you just heard. Uh, do you think this this is a threat that's being made by Mitch McConnell? What do you think? Wasn't that, uh, uh, gosh, that was uh, the Democrat that said that, that stuff. Uh, what, what are you talking uh. about? Mika well, essentially, let me ask you this. Okay, for the border security, how many people have dual citizenship with Israel and the United States that are voting on this? How oh, my many? gosh. I think it's out. like roughly, what, 20% of Congress or something like that? Yeah, so maybe when Mayorkas was saying, you know, in, implying that, uh, you know, because he's Jewish, he feels attacked. I mean, what, what's, what about being Jewish? And allowing an invasion are connected. What is it? You know, I don't think there is one. But you know, it's weird that he says that. You know, what, what does Bart Simpson say? <laughs> what an odd thing to say. <laughs> what a strange thing to say. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I guess the way I read this is pretty simple, right? You have Chuck Schumer here coming on and telling and basically making a, a warning 
like he did against Trump when it when it was uh, back in 2015, I think, and Mika Brzezinski, where he said this very uh, famous and well-known exchange, which I actually have it here. You know, I keep all these clips up, Nick, because I, I always want to have them at the ready in case they uh, come up. But I, I want to first I'll say this. The bill itself is wild. Like when you look at the the allowances it has for uh, flooding our border with illegals and everything else. But and we'll get into that detail because I have some interesting uh, clips I want to share from the previous. Uh, I believe he was the, the head of Homeland Security in the Obama administration talking about the numbers at the border. And and what's wild is that he basically confirms that the numbers we're seeing today would constitute a full-on invasion, but that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, if you'll recall, let's do a little flashback, right, to give people context. Last time Chuck Schumer was MSNBC and made a, uh, a stern warning like this, it was in the lead-up to the 2016 election with him uh, making this... Uh, int- what an, uh, a very strange thing to say, as that meme goes, with Rachel Maddow. Listen to this. Opportunity. Hmm. So I am, I was distraught right after the election, but I'm now actually invigorated by the challenge and our ability to succeed in this challenge. Let me ask you, I don't know if you have seen this, I don't want to blindside you with this. This is, a, this is um, the latest statement, latest tweet, as you were just saying, the president-elect's latest, latest yeah. unsolicited pronouncement on the intelligence community. This was his tweet just a little while ago tonight. You see the scare quotes there. The yeah. intelligence briefing yeah. on so-called Russian hacking was delayed until Friday. Perhaps more time needed to build a case. Very strange. We're actually told, intelligence sources tell NBC News since this tweet has been posted, that actually this intelligence briefing for the president-elect was always planned for Friday. It hasn't been delayed. Okay. But he's, he's taking these shots, this antagonism, yep. this taunting to the intelligence Let me tell community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to? but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about them. And we need the intelligence community. We don't know what's going Look at the Russian hacking. Without the intelligence community, we wouldn't have uh, discovered it. Do you and we, think he has an agenda to try to dismantle parts of the intelligence community? I mean, this form of let me tell taunting you, hostility. Whether you're a super liberal Democrat or a very conservative Republican, you should be against dismantling the intelligence community. I love how Rachel Maddow doesn't say, like, why is the intelligence community targeting uh, the president of the United States? She's like, well, what do you think they can do to him? <laughs> we'll be back, yeah. everyone. Uh, stay tuned. Six ways from Sunday, getting back at you. Uh, we got that 2.0 and more. Stay tuned. Hey, folks, the Rev here. Urban survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairground. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the exhibit building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. 9-11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more. 
on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. Of course, uh, we were looking at Chuck Schumer, good old Senator Chuck Schumer, coming out and issuing the uh, warning, ultimatum, threat, whatever you want to call it, that if we don't support the border bill, which is just completely, it has almost nothing to do with our actual border and more to do with other countries' borders, uh, that America will regret it. Ukraine will lose the war, Israel will not defeat Hamas, Palestinians will starve to death, and Americans will be fighting an, a war in Europe. Now, where have I heard that before, right? Uh, I've heard this this over and over and over again. If we don't fight the terrorists there, we'll be fighting them on our own shores. But uh, the same scare tactic, the same uh, you know trauma-based mind control tactics that they use to get us to go along with their plans, Nick, uh, are being rolled out here for this bill. Which, I mean, look, at this point, let's just be very honest about the, the truth behind all of this. I mean, you're talking about a bill that's going to allow uh, up to 5,000 5, uh, individuals in encounters a day uh, coming across our border. I mean, if that's not a full-scale invasion, I don't know what is. Uh, we have other, you know, very interesting clips here. I could play the Obama-Biden DHS Secretary Jay Johnson back in 2019. Uh, I'm going to play this clip real quick because to give you an idea of this border bill, right, the, the bill they just put in front of Congress, it allows 5,000 immigrants a day into our country. Uh, here is Jay Johnson in 2019 talking about the logistics and numbers behind this. Listen to this. My staff will tell you, if it was under 1,000 apprehensions the day before, that was a relatively good number. And if it was above 1,000, it was a relatively bad number, and I was going to be in a bad mood the whole day. On Tuesday, there were 4,000 apprehensions. I know that 1,000 overwhelms the system. I cannot begin to imagine what 4,000 a day looks like. So we are truly in a crisis. <laughs> a thousand. So this is the former... Uh, you know, Jay Johnson, the former Obama Biden DHS secretary, saying that a thousand overwhelms the system and four thousand. He can't imagine what it would do. And now this bill is trying to, to make five thousand the number. What, what, what do you think this is, Nick? These guys know that their days are numbered. They're no longer going to be in power. They're not going to be protected. The crimes that they've committed against the American people are going to be held accountable. There is no other out for them other than to destroy the United States. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then we have much bigger problems on our hands. Uh, but that's I think that's kind of a good way to wrap up the whole border is issue 
what we're seeing down there is nothing short of uh, treason and an invasion. So we need to have accountability. People need to be held accountable. Nick, I think your your strong stance uh, and and vocalization of your disdain and uh, distrust of these people is is very much shared by not only myself but the audience out there listening. And uh, we do certainly plan on you know keeping our eye on this story as it continues to evolve if anything else pops up we'll get into it but we got to get into some other stories right nick we got other stuff we're going to talk about here today it's not just the border bill we just kind of covered that as a new uh breaking news story and and that kind of led to a few different rabbit holes that we decided to jump into now uh, there's another rabbit hole we can get into and you know nick i wanted to take a minute today in the show with what time we have left to talk about uh, some of the, the thought behind some of the music I choose for the, the kind of bumpers and intro outro music. For those of you who, who may have noticed, um, I have an interesting set of music and I choose certain songs for certain reasons, but a couple of songs I choose are specifically because of the artists attached to those songs. For instance, you have the, uh, you have the the intro song for the whole show, which is a, a rendition of a song by Linkin Park, whose front man, Chester Bennington, uh, has a very interesting story and background that I'm going to talk about. And uh, the song you just heard as an intro to this uh, se- segment of the show is by a guy named Chris Cornell, who is the lead singer for bands like Soundgarden and Audio Slave. Uh, very, these are two very, very famous p- uh, musicians who uh, both mysteriously died by suicide side within two months of each other nick and and i wanted to to go through some very strange uh uh, circumstances surrounding those deaths i have i have a whole kind of rundown of it but uh if you guys are so interested i I would love to go down that rabbit hole what do you think nick yes let's visit that for our audience okay so let me uh just set the stage here chris cornell of audio slave and soundgarden he was also in a band called temple of the dog um was is a very and, and was a very popular musician who uh was working with several ngos to uh, essentially stop sex trafficking in in these third world countries and uh, what was interesting about his story, and I'm going to try to tie all these these uh, points together for everyone out there listening, is that him and his wife were working with an organization called Aid Still Required, which was uh, based out of Haiti, and it was an organization massively funded by the Clinton Foundation. Now, uh, some of the allegations out there that have been floating around talk about the fact that when he started his work with this NGO, what he quickly realized is that the the organization, the NGO, instead of actually helping children in Haiti, uh, was actually being uh, was actually responsible for helping to traffic and abuse children who were being associated with this. And uh, to give full context, in May of 2017. Chris Cornell was found hanging in his hotel room at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Now, there are some very strange uh, circumstances surrounding his death, including the fact that when he was found in his uh, hotel room in MGM in Las Vegas, he had nine broken ribs and head trauma, which uh, makes 
sense, right? If you're going to commit suicide, you'll break your nine ribs and, and hit yourself over the head right before you hang yourself. But the official cause of death, according to the uh, autopsy report, was suicide. And there were some definitely some suspicious facts surrounding his death that included the fact that he had played a full concert that night just hours before his death with no sign of injury. And I know maybe some of you out there are thinking, well, what are you getting at, Craig? What, what does this all lead to? Well, I'm going to try to tie all this together because it is an interesting thing to understand. Uh, his time of death, according to the autopsy report and what they found, was allegedly at the same time his bodyguard was with him. And his bodyguard uh, allegedly claimed that he had to kick in the door to find even or to, to get to him, even though there was no sign of forced entry. How strange. But it gets stranger. Forensic pathologists concluded Cornell's death was not a suicide. And these are some of the most renowned uh, uh, forensic pathologists in the world. An anonymous source close to Cornell came forward and claimed that he had found a drug and sex trafficking ring being ran out of Mena, Arkansas, Mena, Arkansas, which was connected to none other than Bill Clinton. Now, allegedly, he and uh, a friend of his named Chester Bennington had plans to expose all of this before they mysteriously died. Now, what, Nick, that in and of itself is, is rather suspicious, right? Yeah, just like Anne Hesch, you know, Ellen DeGeneres' ex-girlfriend, you know, the Ellen that has the background that strangely resembles the temple over there at Epstein Island in the palm trees? Yeah, her ex-wife, she was uh, killed in a car accident that was sounds a lot like uh, Michael Hastings whenever he died from John Brennan killing him. Um, you know, Anne Hesch was fine when she got out of the uh, car. They put her on a stretcher, but they zipped her up like she was dead. And the helicopter was over the top watching. She busts out of there, clearly alive still. And like she's alarmed that they thought she was dead. And then they hold her down. And then she's suddenly declared dead after that. She was making a film about human trafficking and uh, uh, child exploitation. And, and so was Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. And if you look at Chester Bennington, his family was actually friends with the Podesta family. Oh, oh I'm, I'm going to get there, Nick. I have it. And just to, to correct the record, I said earlier that Chris Cornell was found dead in, in a hotel room in Las Vegas. It was actually Detroit. So excuse me for getting that wrong. And thank you to the audience. That was a real-time fact check from our listeners. So shout out to the audience. Thanks. Shout out to the listeners. Keeping us on point. Keeping us getting the facts straight, which I appreciate. But... Uh, to go further, though, I had some other strange coincidences, and this, this involves Chester Bennington, okay? So as far as I have found, two months later, Chester Bennington committed suicide on Chris Cornell's birthday, right? That's an interesting coincidence. Perhaps a message to people out there, I don't know. But uh, like you said, they apparently were allegedly working on a project to expose the drug and sex trafficking problem in Hollywood with these organizations. Now, Chester Bennington's band, Lincoln Park, uh, according to reports, was chosen by none other than John Podesta to be ambassadors for a charity group known as Sustainable Energy for All, which was partially based out of work in Haiti. Uh, there's the, the tie together with... Uh, Cornell. 
The organization, which uh, reportedly received a $250,000 grant from the Clinton Foundation without applying for it, uh, was being ran with uh, the money that was being that was coming in from the Clintons, right? Then it turns out that Bennington and Cornell were both affiliated with that previous group we mentioned, Aid Still Required in Haiti. Now, Bennington's sister, after his death, came out and said that she believed he was killed like Epstein, which led to her being deplatformed, uh, as you were pointing out. There was very interesting uh, uh, similarities between Chester Bennington and John Podesta. They, they have a very similar uh, physical appearance, right? They almost look like it could be a father-son relationship. And like you just pointed out, Nick, Bennington's mother, Elaine, was a known friend of John Podesta and uh, allegedly, we don't know, but may or may not have had an affair with uh, his mother. So John Podesta may have had an affair with uh, Elaine that led to Chester Bennington being born and that might have led to their divorce. Now, many investigators have uh, also connected the dots that Lincoln Park may be an homage to this Canadian military base in Alberta, Alberta, Canada, which was associated with the MK Ultra mind control experiments, which was at a place called Lincoln Park. Uh, two different spellings, obviously, but phonetically the same. Um, there were children that were allegedly a part of these uh, experiments who were abused, and Bennington had spoke out of his own abuse, right? Also, That's right. He yeah. spoke out about his own abuse. I'm just trying to get through the, the, the facts around this, but you know, you have John Podesta and his brother Tony who have their large art collection, which is graphic displays of child abuse. And uh, don't forget that John Podesta was the chief of staff under Bill Clinton's administration, where he also held high positions in the Obama administration. And to this day, has uh, he's just been named as the climate envoy head for the Biden administration, right? And thus is where we uh, leave it until you look at the entry of, of course, here, I want, I want to play this clip. So this is a clip of Andrew Breitbart talking about Chester Bennington, and I want to play this real quick, Nick, and then we will, uh, we will get into it further. Listen to this. Yeah. When I talk, that's because I'm interested in this ongoing whatever the hell they're doing. What's in your closet, John Podesta? <laughs> big Podesta? Big Soros? Do you want us to play these games? Because we're playing to win. And not only that, Andrew Breitbart, before his untimely death, went out and made a, a tweet which said, quote, how prog guru John Podesta is in a household name is a world-class underage sex slave cover-upper uh, defending unspeakable dregs escapes me. Uh, and interestingly enough, a year later in 2012, Andrew Breitbart was bragging that he would have evidence that he was going to release on March 1st, which would hurt Obama's reelection campaign. And he tweeted out on February 28th, uh, days before his death, how much longer until they kill me, heart attack or car accident, or frame me for a crime, read me while you can. And of course, Andrew Breitbart died of an alleged heart attack on March 1st, 2012. And, crazy enough, the coroner who did the autopsy died of arsenic poisoning two months later. So, 
Nick, when we come back, I want you to, to respond and give your, your take on anything else related to that. But, you know, th there's a reason why I choose certain songs because I want to highlight individuals who uh, we need to, to keep in mind. But uh, we're going to get into that much more when we come back. Everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back. A bright girl. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC-free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Hello, everybody in Northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. <laughs> Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No and, and Nick, you know, I, I kind of did my whole rundown of the, the Chester Bennington, Chris Cornell, uh, Breitbart, Andrew Breitbart uh, conspiracy, if you will, and how they were trying to possibly expose the Clinton-Podesta sex trafficking operation, which uh, then led to all three of those individuals' untimely deaths. Uh, that story also invo involves James O'Keefe, and acorn and, and the investigation there but nick is there anything else I, I was missing in that rundown sure so let's remind everybody what happened whenever the haitian earthquake happened the bushes and the clinton foundation they went out there saying we need money to help them so let me read this story really quick about klaus eberwing reportedly shot himself in the head on tuesday this is dated july 16th of 2017 and i'll continue and the death was being treated as a suicide by local authorities according to the miami herald 
uh, Eberwein was 50. He told acquaintances he feared for his life for fierce criticism of the Clinton Foundation, World Net Daily reported. Eberwein was due to appear next Tuesday before the Haitian Senate Ethics and Anti-Corruption Commission, where they were. he had widely expected to testify that Clinton Foundation had misappropriated Haitian earthquake donations from international donors, according to uh, WND. A supporter of former Haitian President Michael Martelli, everyone had served a, as a general director of the Haitian government's economic development agency. And uh, there's other French words I can't read. So he was saying that only 0.6% of donations granted by international donors to the Clinton Foundation uh, went uh for the express purpose of assisting Haitians. Um, so essentially, even nonprofits, you don't really have to, it's like 5% or some low amount that you actually have to use for your cause. But they didn't even do that. 0.6%, not even 1%, not even half, like just over half of 1%. And, uh, you know, I must say that Hillary and her cronies really enjoy going down to Haiti and some of her um, cronies that uh, have yachts that oftentimes hang out off the coast of Haiti. Um, they, they kidnap children. They, they grab them, take them on speedboats out to those boats, and then they're off. And all the people know there in Haiti, uh, it's a known thing, that you need to make sure you protect your kids and don't go near anywhere near the coastline if you see one of those ships off the coast. They know what those are for. And um, it's, it's a tragedy, you know. And they're actually United States... Um, um, you know, agents that are down there in Haiti supposedly trying to help stop the trafficking and everything like that, but those people are actually enabling it and even helping them. And the Central Intelligence Agency has a major part in it. Yeah, not to mention uh, Laura Silsby, who was the friend of Hillary Clinton, who was actually arrested for trying to steal children from Haiti. And then the Clintons actually were able to get her out of jail and uh, she just disappeared. Now, she was actually working, I believe, at the, uh, what was it, the emergency broadcast system headquarters where, the, where that all is ran out of. So uh, that's another rabbit hole we could dive down on that, right? It's Amber Alert. She was working at Amber, Amber Alert, Alert after that's being convicted Alert. of kidnapping children from Haiti. Can you believe this? I knew it was something like that, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I, no, I can't like, this is wild. We should, we should have had all of these people arrested a long time ago that it's amazing how we've had all this information for so long yet. Nothing's been done about it. However, you know, I keep bringing it up because this is important information for the audience to know. A lot of people may not know this, but, uh, we have had this evidence for how many years now, Nick? I mean, we've had this for five ten years it feels like some of this stuff so we've known it's been going on it's it's an open secret uh, as far as you know most people behind closed doors are fully aware of this in, in positions of power and why it's allowed to continue to happen nick i don't have the first clue do you well i think it has everything to do with the foundations you know, they're protected by intelligence agencies who use them on occasion for their purposes, but then they protect them and allow them to do whatever they want to do in exchange. That's why you have the Clinton Foundation. That's why you have the Ford Foundation and so on. And then in this instance here, um, you know, you had this guy, poor guy, he was murdered for saying something about the Clintons, you know, abusing his citizens and kidnapping children and you name it. 
and his name is, let's read it one more time, Klaus Eberwein. And don't forget that this is tied back to Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington, who are tied to John Podesta, who in uh, WikiLeaks emails said that he uh, uh, was doing spirit cooking and that someone wrote him an email saying, oh, you lost your handkerchief. I think it's pizza related. What kind of handkerchiefs are pizza related? What does pizza related mean? Well, These we guys know, are sick. Well, we know pizza is one of the terms identified in that uh, now famous FBI memorandum of the code language used by pedophiles and child traffickers, uh, which you know details a, a number of terms specific to uh, individuals who are a part of that illicit trade. And we know that that is, you know, something that when you look at, you just, and then, you know, arranging for kids to come over in Ubers, remember that one? And uh, just strange, strange, sick stuff. And I guess, Nick, the question is, this is the reason, is the reason that everybody turns a blind eye to this kind of stuff because it's all, like you said, a part of like counterintelligence. It's all just put under that umbrella because it's used to blackmail people, and, and that blackmail is used to you know affect outcomes globally speaking and, and in certain domestic situations. Yeah, John Brennan, he's the architect of that whole thing. It wasn't even that bad. I mean, it was bad before, but he made it even worse, saying basically no holds barred. He can just anybody can just go out and do whatever they want as long as they feed some information over to an intelligence agency. They're immune. It's disgusting, and it needs to stop. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And uh, I guess that that kind of is what I wanted to get into with um, the whole Chester Bennington and Cornell thing. Is that you know I just thought that was an interesting aside to everything that we look at the border we know the trafficking is taking place there we know that there are what 85,000 uh minors who have gone missing at the border already and those numbers nick i mean where do these kids end up and people i i just can't stand the the bleeding heart liberals who go out and say well you just don't care about these people it's like no i actually do care about these people which is why i genuinely want this to end i don't want an open border because not only have we been able to show uh with the evidence that there are people in high positions of power who are involved with these massive sex trafficking and drug trafficking operations and blackmail operations but where do you think they get these kids from, right? If it, you know, when you shut down the Haitian spigot for their, you know, getting their children, well, what have they done now? Well, they open up the border and, you know, you have thousands of kids that just go missing and nobody says a thing. You know, we have our temporary thing with uh, that movie Sound of Freedom and everybody gets all up in arms and then it just quietly dissipates and nobody talks about it anymore. Right, Nick? Yeah, and it's... It's a shock that nobody has the courage or intestinal fortitude to do something that's in a position to do something. I think people yeah, want to, no. Nick. I think the problem is that we just – we don't have the right people in right now. I think a lot of these people uh, you know, have, have learned what Chuck Schumer's mantra was uh, you know, in that post – election victory for trump you know the intelligence community has six ways from sunday getting back at you if you cross them 
And, you know, it, it reminds me, I look at these stories and I ask, you know, is there more to it? For instance, I have a strange story here. Former CIA insider convicted and sentenced to 40 years in prison for crimes against America. Uh, this guy, Joshua Schult, he was sentenced in federal court in Manhattan to 40 years in prison after releasing highly classified information about the Central Intelligence Agency's method of collecting information in the computer world. Uh, of course, he was also sentenced for possession of child pornography. And, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself, if these are the people who are in charge, right, and they're doing this stuff, it, it should be no shock that, that nobody, of, like you said, of any fortitude is standing up against it. Because the people running the show and the people who we trust and put our faith in to actually do the right thing are the ones who are involved in this illicit trade. It, it, it's just, it baffles the mind, right, Nick? Yeah, and it baffles my mind, you know, the tattoo on Hunter's back, a finger's lake, a finger lakes in uh, New York. I think it's related to all this. Oh man, are we really going to go all the way down the rabbit hole? I guess so. Everybody, stay tuned. You're listening to Just Inform Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No. And Nick, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. We're talking about the trafficking of children, the border being wide open, uh, a lot of different rabbit holes on that. And then you were bringing up the Finger Lakes and the Bidens. How about, can you explain to the audience what the significance is there? 
Okay, what do we know about Hunter? He really enjoys drugs and prostitutes. Do you think that he has that on his back because he enjoys the outdoors? Or do you think that he has it on his back because there's so many natural caves found in that area, and which are kind of like tunnels? I mean, so we're talking about Hunter Biden. He has a... He has a tattoo on his back of the Finger Lakes, and uh, there's there's more to this story, right, Nick? I think that in the end, sometime soon, we're going to find out a lot more about Finger Lakes and um, illegal activities going on there. Yeah, I think there's also like an, a famous clip with Jim Carrey talking about the Finger Lakes in regard to people disappearing there and never being seen again. Uh, that just was, you know, again, like what an odd thing to say. You know, unprovoked. So perhaps there is more to that. And I I think, isn't there some relation between that to his, Hunter Biden's mom who died in the car accident? I feel like there was something there. I I don't remember. But since you brought it up, we went there for a second. Now, uh, we have other stuff we can get into here today. I want to kind of keep people updated. Before we do that, though, I want to thank the texters. Uh, Shout out to a text we got earlier from a 970 number saying, Good morning, Nick and Craig. Uh, it's a great show. Just like, or isn't it just like the Marxist playbook to go into a country and bankrupt their towns, their cities, and states, and finally their whole country? We, the people in our God blessed country, are witnessing uh, in real time the fall of, of our God blessed nation. Uh, God bless you. And P.S. It's time to get back to the bedrock founding we have prospered from. Uh, choose one area where you can make a difference and pray. I, I agree with that, right? You know, we all can't do everything, but if we all do something, then we can make a difference, right, Nick? Absolutely. Especially, you know, people may not realize it, but even little bitty things, even acts of kindness for people can affect their whole lives for the rest of their lives. What you do now will trickle into uh, history and eternity. Uh, so if you can and, and you're able to, do your best to help out in this situation. Amen. I think that's that's good advice for our audience out there. I think uh, we need to all take that to heart, you know, myself and, and included. Uh, we need to make sure that we do what we can in whatever way we are able uh, to to make a difference and, and point this stuff out. You know, a lot of it could be just as simple as sharing this information, whether you, you want to have it conversationally with your friend, your family, your friends, coworkers, or you want to share these links to this uh, wherever you're listening, uh, share it on social media, share it as far and as wide as you can, even though the censorship regime seems indomitable uh what is more indomitable indomitable is the spirit of freedom which i hope all of you out there listening uh, are still seeking and trying to uh, uphold within yourself and a lot of that freedom well actually all of that freedom i know comes from uh, a strong relationship with jesus christ and that's something that i believe in and i know you believe in nick that uh, for our audience out there listening that if you have that faith uh you know if god is for us who can stand against us even though all these things seem insurmountable right nick it's like at what point do we as christians resign ourselves to the, the notion that that the battle's already been won 
Like you say, Nick, God wins anyway. So we don't have to fear what they can do to us. We need to fear the the ultimate judgment, and that is God's judgment. Because in this life, you are going to end up being judged at some point we all die eventually and i think that you know when we go in front of god we want to be able to make our case to say you know uh, we did what we knew to be right and we stood for truth and integrity honesty and righteousness uh that that that's the way i try to live my life i'm not perfect i don't sit here and preach down the people nick i don't want to uh you know make it seem as though I'm in some way, shape, or form better than anyone else because I'm not. I'm a sinner just as much as the next person. But if you put your faith in Jesus and you get up every day with that, uh, you know, with that intention of doing what is right and helping others, doing unto others as you don't want done to yourself, I think that's how we win this war on an individual level, right, Nick? Absolutely. Couldn't be said any better. And I hope everyone out there knows that, you know, you may think that you can't do anything, but if, you, if you're not sure of what to do, pray. You know, as our texter who texted in said, make sure you pray. Make sure you're in prayer and meditation and, and looking to God for guidance. Let him speak to your heart and give you that direction. Because in a lot of ways, you know, I've seen it in my own life and in many other lives of people who I've seen change to believe in God. I've seen what happens when you turn your life over and let God give you direction, there are things that you can do that that may otherwise now seem impossible. I know I was once there where I I didn't even have any ability to comprehend what my life would would hold within uh, the future or even the ability to even believe it could happen. And I saw it, and it can happen for all of you out there listening. Um, Yeah, that's, that's what I got, Nick, for everybody out there. What do you got? We got a minute for the break. And don't give in to these demons that are trying to, uh, you know, grind an inch away at your moral integrity. Draw the line and just you know, be firm whenever people come, you know, Marxist with whatever they try and pull, like Mayorkas when they're saying, oh, but what about my feelings? Look, there's right and wrong, and here's the line. And you know what? As we are called to do biblically we are to rebuke evil in all of its forms and i think that today we uh made a a good step in the right direction for just exposing it shining light can be the the simplest thing that you can do to uh, expose this evil and then when others see it they will have to make a choice for themselves whether to join in with it or to rebuke it and stand in opposition and i know for us nick we we choose to stand in the the opposition toward this darkness and this force of evil that exists and when we come back we have our god's grace greater segment i'm gonna leave y'all with some scripture some hope encouragement to take with you today uh we're gonna get into that on the other side of the commercial break but Big show, great show for you, uh, you know, great show today, Nick. I'm very happy with it. I hope our audience enjoyed it, but uh, we're going to give them a little bit of hope and encouragement, and then we'll wrap it up. Everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after a short break. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. 
listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. Nick, anything you want to leave the audience with before we do our final segment? I want to say don't forget that each little individual act you do, no matter how small it may seem to you, of doing good and acts of kindness go a long way. And, um, and it definitely helps because everybody kind of feels the same way as we try and get through this. Amen. And, you know, as we do feel the suffering of this world, it's appropriate that we are here in Psalm 38 in our uh, God's Grace is Greater segment that we do at the end of every show, which is a prayer of a suffering sinner, another Davidic psalm that I want to share with all of you guys out there. And let's just go ahead and read this Psalm 38. It says, Lord, do not punish me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath for your ways or your arrows have sunk into me and your hand has pressed me down. There is no health in my body because of your indignation. There is no strength in my bones because of my sin, for my sins have flooded over my head. They are a burden too heavy for me to bear. My wounds are foul and festering because of my foolishness. I am bent over and brought low. All day long I go around in mourning, for my loins are full of burning pain, and there is no health in my body. I am faint and severely crushed. I groan because of the anguish of my heart. Lord, my every desire is known to you. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart races, my strength leaves me, and even the light of my eyes has faded. My loved ones and friends stand back from my affliction, and my relatives stand at a distance. Those who seek my life set traps, and those who want to harm me threaten to destroy me. They plot treachery all day long. I am like a deaf person. I do not hear. I am like a speechless person who does not open his mouth. I am like a man who does not hear and has no arguments in his mouth. I put my hope in you, Lord. You will answer, Lord my God. For I said, don't let them rejoice over me. 
those who are arrogant toward me when I stumble, for I am about to fall, and my pain is constantly with me. So I confess my guilt. I am anxious because of my sin, but my enemies are vigorous and powerful. Many hate me for no reason. Those who repay evil for good attack me for pursuing good. Lord, do not abandon me, my God. Do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, Lord, my Savior. And that's the prayer I think we should all be sharing right now is that even though we suffer, God delivers us. And in our humility, in understanding that we're going to suffer affliction, that we realize that God's power is it's sovereign. It's above us and beyond us and that we have to humble ourselves before God and let him do things with us that we can't imagine as I said before and even David faced such pain and affliction as uh, punishment for his you know leaving God but he repented and God rewarded him and, and gave him great abundance in his repentance so that's what we have to do as, a, as an entire culture society everybody in, in the world it, we need to to push for that repentance and that's what needs to happen and and god's judgment will be found so uh that's where we're going to go ahead and leave it i want to say thanks to everybody out there uh listening nick thank you it's always good to have you on we'll be back tomorrow god willing to keep going but uh that's where we're going to go ahead and leave it i want to say stay tuned we have great shows coming up next and of course we are going to be uh getting into some more rabbit holes tomorrow as usual right nick yep we'll be here bright and early all right bright and early 7 to 9 a.m here on 1360 in the uh, in the mountain mst mountain standard time but that's it that's where we're gonna leave it i want to say thank you to everybody out there listening We will be back tomorrow, God willing. Until then, I'm your host, Craig James. We rejoin today with Nick No. Until tomorrow, Godspeed, and God bless each and every one of you patriots.